Okay, now I've prepared an agenda for our organization. What we want from the community as fat people with pride. Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show, where I'm once again joined by my co-host, Jack DeFranco. Hello, everybody. And joining us once again are also Ryan Taggart, the newly bespectacled Ryan Taggart with the choppy video feed. And last but certainly not least, the... (laughs) He who craves much attention, <laughs> our own steampunk enthusiast, Andrew Rizzatello. What the this hell is guy. that? <laughs> what what are we looking at? I, I don't understand what that eye piece is. So is you, that like you, a, is that were... like the modern jeweler's loop or an old timey jeweler's loop? <laughs> like Mad Eye Moody. Yeah. Yes, there we go, Jack. <laughs> Andrew's cosplaying on this week's episode. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys just saw me. You, you saw me in the hat last week. I figured I'd throw the monocle on this week. Mm-hmm. Andrew and his visual gags. <laughs> I have the medium for it now. Why not? I, I'm telling you, it's really easy when when you have a visual medium and you're kind of playing to a camera. You do default in a sense to like, well, what can I do that's visually, you know, maybe I should hang up records and posters or maybe I should wear a funny hat. I put up a sheet this week. This, this whole thing is mine. <laughs> uh, well, now oh, we can... You, yeah, now we can see you. <laughs> you know what's sad is I watched the last video the four of us did and I didn't pay attention, aside from you know technical issues that Chris and I had discussed, I didn't pay attention to anything except me sitting there doing this. Yeah, the whole friggin' video. No matter what, fucking stop it. (laughs) I think we all end up kind of looking at ourselves when watching a video back, kind of like, oh, what was I doing? Oh, but you can't be. I mean, you could be constantly self conscious, but that just seems like a recipe for disaster. To say, Mm -hmm. wow, I want to see what I'm doing at all times, because then you just end up looking like a. Oh, it's a it's it's a mirror completely, and yeah, now I get to see the reaction of you three as I stare at myself. Is this voyeurism? (laughs) Maybe. It was bad enough with just audio when we did the show. I, I know. Like, oh, my God. I hate my fucking voice. <laughs> I know. Now Why I can... do I keep saying, you know, or clearing my throat a billion times? Now you can hate your face as much as the rest of us do. It's awesome. Oh, I already hate my face. <laughs> <laughs> Way ahead of you. Well, I mean, you got the glasses my mother wore from the 80s right now, so. Yeah, where did you find those glasses? Yeah, you look like Garth when he shaved his head from yeah. uh, Wayne's World. Amazon. And his Whoa. audio apparently is... And his feed is gone. Much. Ryan's iPhone ba- <laughs> network bandwidth is low, everybody. He's just frozen. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he's gone. Someone <laughs> mute him until he fixes the problem. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Sorry, Ryan. Um, You're muted. Your video is way, way off. I apologize. You can rejoin the conversation. <laughs> as soon as your wireless provider is uh, gets their shit together. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, while, <laughs> while Ryan's, well, Ryan's literally, he's, he's literally he's stuck a, in time. <laughs> he's a librarian staring at us oh, right sh- now. Now he's just gone. He's like, <laughs> fuck you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going home. 
He did. No, actually, I think it may have dropped him from the chat. Sorry, everybody, but Ryan will be Aww. back momentarily. He'll be back. Don't He'll be worry. back for He'll sure. Be back. Yeah. With a farty vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the meantime, uh, just to kind of get things started, I would like to get into our first kind of topic. I mean, if we can call it that, that's the idea, uh, as Ryan is readmitted to the group. Uh, anyway, so there's been a lot of talk specifically in the last, let's say, well, pretty much since the quarantine began, where everybody's very hyper-conscious about like, oh, I'm not getting physical activity and I'm concerned about my weight and will I gain weight and all that other stuff. And yeah, I'll admit I was partially inspired by, you know, the show we did two weeks ago with the video. Because I could tell, like, my, I mean, aside from just the feeling that I'm, I found some of the weight I lost, I, uh, I could tell in my face, cause the only place I gain weight is in my face and in my gut. Otherwise, I'm basically have the same frame I've always had. I know your bone structure doesn't change, but I'm saying, like, overall, I've been a thin, slenderish <laughs> kind of guy. I, I've worn a size 34 waist. Since high school, that's never changed. I've never gained weight to the point where I I've had to upgrade. Uh, well, that's motherfucker, it. you. <laughs> and I get it. Like that's common. I, I know that that's something that a lot of people have to deal with. But for me, I like my frame stays the same. Fat only gathers in my stomach and in my face. I wish it wasn't. I wish it didn't get it at all. Which I was just one of those infinitely skinny people, like you know our friends Jimmy and Dan. Who just kind of always look the same. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's something that I'm a little bit conscious of. Well, I mean, self-conscious about in as much as it's, uh, it, it's not fun. And the older you get, and we, we've talked about this a lot over the last near decade that, yeah, when as you get older, it sticks to you easier and it, it's a lot more difficult for it to come off. But. There's also this thing that I can't stand, which is a lot of people want to make it this competition to show how productive they can be in quarantine. And that that drives me nuts in a similar way. Like, I'm doing this many reps and this many push-ups and check out this easy workout you could do at home. And I'm like, I'm not. I'll be so, the first yeah. to admit. All right. All right, all right. Can, I, can I be the first to, to talk about the subject before the other two chime in? I mean, are we going to do yeah, Please. A, go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I didn't know if you had a, if you have a, uh, uh, yeah, I thought this uh, wasn't a competition. I'm only the, <laughs> yeah, I'm only the co-host. Fuck it. Go ahead. Yeah. No. <laughs> Step aside, Jack. Jackson. Yeah. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, Christ, you guys. Let's talk. Let's go. <laughs> so. In response to the competition aspect of it, um, while a vast majority of the posts that you're talking about are very much geared toward a look at me, look at what I've done, you know, you can do the same, but I'm still going to be better than you type mentality. There are others out there that are general, genuinely doing it to motivate you. Uh, you, the individual, um, uh, there are uh, gurus, if you want to call that, because I hate the word influencer. Um, yeah, I think we all do. Ex unless you are an influencer, I'm pretty sure you hate. What do you have a Velociraptor in your house? <laughs> what the hell? I have a gremlin. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering what that. Anybody who's just listening to the audio, which by the way, there is a video uh, 
version of this show if you want to check it out as yeah. well. We're, yeah, we're doing the video thing again. Smiling fat faces. <laughs> yeah, you can see fat fuzzy faces. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm anybody, right now. anybody who's just listening to the audio is like, what the hell was that? Like, there's a screaming <laughs> bat in Andrew's apartment. I have a five-year-old that's running around right now. That's what that is. That I apologize. Explains it. And she does not yet know that sound travels. Yeah, anyway. Apparently exactly. not. <laughs> Back so, to you, Andrew. Anyway, Go ahead. No, but anyway, um, uh, about that, the, the gurus out there that are legitimately trying to help people um, weight-wise through this uh, time spent at home. And I have noticed that even the limited amount of walking that someone does, whether it be in a store like a mall or a food store or anything like that, compared to literally sitting at home for two weeks, not being able to go out, substantially increases your waistline. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. I mean, um, go ahead. What? Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. I was just going to say, like, we... We haven't been, you know, Sherry and I haven't been as physically active as certainly as we want to be. And uh, we've also been and what I was going to say before you interrupted me was that I, I and we will be the first to admit that in a, a time of uncertainty and an uncomfortable time like a pandemic, we're definitely keen to find comfort and take uh, some enjoyment in the foods we like, which surprise, surprise, aren't that good for you. Nope. <laughs> There's a reason, you know, fat and sugar and grease and all that stuff tastes so good because it's not good for you. So we we have definitely put more weight on because of just saying kind of fuck it, you know, we're we're comfortable, we're going to enjoy ourselves and it's we're not we're not flogging ourselves over it because yeah, it is an unprecedented time right now. You know, what we're dealing with is not something as has been said many many over the many weeks and now months uh, that we've been talking about this on this show anyway, that, yeah, we this isn't something anybody has dealt with. And are we searching for some comfort in an uncomfortable situation, partly because of food? Yeah, and we'll admit to it. And certainly other factors like, you know, our sleep schedule's interrupted with uh, both of us being currently out of work. So that certainly has an effect on your metabolism and everything. You know, being on a routine is obviously way healthier than just kind of freewheeling it, especially over the course of three months. But it's we're we're not I mean, we're not happy about it. But at the same time, we're, we're literally just not waking up every day and flogging ourselves because it's oh, my God, we gained weight and you know, this can't be. You know, it's it's summer. What about it? You know, no one's worrying about a bikini body right now <laughs> because <laughs> we're not going to the beach. But um, anyway. There's there is this thing where it's like people are not I'm not going to say they're going out of their way to shame people who are putting on weight during this time. But it's like, hey, you need to stay motivated. You stay And yeah, I agree. There are those people who are trying to inspire and trying to motivate. And yeah, we could go for walks and we should much more than we have. Of course, now we're motivated to do it. Now it's muggy as hell out. Now the humidity is finally starting to kick in. So we're thinking like, damn, we missed our window. We spent spring inside afraid of COVID. But um, we we do want to take some more, have a little more discipline just in what we're eating and just kind of our daily routine to help it. But at the same time, you know, we're not, I mean, I, I weighed myself for the first time since before this. Last week on my biweekly trip to bring my parents groceries. And uh, I did, yeah, again, I found some of the weight that I lost over the last three months. Um, I'm not at my worst, so I'm not I'm not kicking myself and just saying, like, oh, God, I'm slovenly. It's, uh, it's all over. I'm, I'm, 
approaching the middle age spread. No, it's not that. It's not all that bad, but it's not where I want to be. And I'm just wondering how you guys are kind of handling that because everyone looks more or less the same. And I mean that like not in, a, in an ass kissy way, but I don't notice anybody like you guys haven't just gone to seed over the last three months. Everyone looks kind of similar. And, and maybe I do, too, since, you know, I haven't seen any of you guys in any capacity, you know, at least in person in a while. So I, don't, I mean, Andrew kind of weighed in, Jack. How is it you felt like you've been handling the, the lack of activity, being at home? not being able to be as active as you want to. Because you and I talked about this in February when we hung out. Yeah. You you wanted to work towards losing weight and getting in better shape. And then, of yeah. course, this happens. Well, I honestly somewhat feel like, like you said, none of us look that different. I feel slightly a little bit better, though, because my job was so sit at a desk all day, be stagnant, not really get up that much, not really have much physical activity at all. So being home, I've done things to kind of, keep myself busy, whether it's clean the house, go grocery shopping. I tried, I, I haven't been on, I've got to pick it up again, but I've been doing the DDP yoga program um, <laughs> just to kind of do some sort of stretching and physical activity. But I felt somewhat better just because my job made me feel so sit at a desk. It, it, it's kind of like this situation all day for nine hours, sit at a desk, click a mouse, right? go through reports. So I honestly feel somewhat better that I can get up and walk around or get up and do some, like I give myself some sort of activity per day. And I'd like to, I'd like to think it's somewhat helping better than just sitting at a desk and point click Excel file, mm. sit on the phone and talk to somebody. But um, one thing I, I haven't been doing a lot of, honestly, I haven't had the compulsion to feel <laughs> take food on for comfort, so to say. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry, everybody, we're laughing because Andrew's dicking around with his background. He's yeah. Weird Al from the fat video. Uh, <laughs> Andrew's just putting oh, that out to make himself feel better. I don't look like this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do. I know I do. Oh, do you? Yeah. All right, well, I'll, I'll, well, prove it. Get Jack up, take finish. your shirt off. Yeah. Now, finish up, Jack. Oh, no. Uh, just, um, yeah, just to, I kind of feel somewhat better just being home, being able to do what I want to do. And honestly, I haven't taken upon myself to like eat a lot all day. I just kind of eat smaller meals as opposed to like, okay, now I'm going to eat a bunch of things all at once. And then later I'm going to do the same thing. So eating habit wise, it hasn't really changed for me. It's just, I feel it's weird to say I feel somewhat better, but I know I don't, I'm not where I at, at all where I want to be weight wise. So it, it's weird. Right. And I knew you, you were looking to get more physically active. I mean, you know, again, we talked about that as far as working out and just yeah. getting out. And obviously the warm weather of summer and spring lends itself to, yeah, I'm going to get outside. I'll be walking, you know, walking the boardwalk is something we normally be doing, you know, during yeah. the summer, which is miles, especially if you do it round trip, which you normally do. But that's something that's not as on the table as it has been in previous years. So as much as no, we're saying, yeah, we'd like to go out. That's not, it's it's and not as likely. Too, it's not impossible. We have the most unpredictable springs. I mean, I remember four weeks ago, it was still like in the 40s and 50s. And now it's yeah. up in the 70s and 80s. So you can never really plan Excuse to me, go it's outside. It's been 90 the last two days. Yeah. yeah you can With never humidity. Really, yeah. You can never really plan to have like a spring to be like, okay, it's finally nice out. It doesn't really start getting warmer and finally nice out until Memorial Day weekend. And it goes from like 60 to like Andrew said, 90. And then you're like, well, now I got humidity and I, can't, I don't want to go outside because it's hot as hell and I won't make it down the street. 
right. and not have heat stroke. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, always, I always laughed at that because you guys kind of posted about that in the springs when I was in California and you were all here. Where yeah. it was like, endless Jesus, winter. it it's went from, yeah. Like. Is, yeah, it's endless winter. It, it is. It went from 55 degrees and then all of a sudden it's like June 4th yeah. and then it's yeah. 90 degrees and humid as hell. And windy as hell too. Uh, a couple of weeks ago at the end of May, I was out picking up the garbage on my front lawn because my recycling can blew over. And you blew like, away? No. <laughs> oh, that would have been really funny. I was wearing yeah. a loose coat and it just. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage everywhere. So it was just like, we don't have spring in New Jersey. We have endless winter that just just goes on until, you know, oh, Memorial Day, I guess, yeah. I guess it'll leave now. And you get uh, those teases, like it'll be 75 degrees one day in March, and then everyone's yeah. like in shorts and flip-flops, and then the next day it's 40 again. You're like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> that happened a couple funny. of days in March, so it wasn't that yeah, bad being inside because it was like, well, the, the weather's being a very... I was going to say bipolar, uh, but it is, it, it's being, it's being, it's just too wild out, which is funny, by the way, just as a little sidebar, when it comes to the crazy weather, that's the funny thing that Sherry and I were laughing about when it comes to weather. Cause it has been raining a lot lately. Like when it rains, it's been mm-hmm. thunderstorming. Oh um, God. Yeah. Apparently it did early it. this morning and I slept through it or maybe it was the afternoon I love it. because fuck it. Of course it, it was, it was, it was storming down by my mother when I went to go pick up my daughter around, uh, Three thirty, four o'clock. Like I heard a great crack of thunder, and you love driving in the rain like that. A great crack of thunder. <laughs> I love I a great crack into Al's face. Yeah, I mean, even as of now, I, I was looking at the forecast, and starting Sunday, it's going to rain for like five days straight here, and it's barely I, I saw crack that seventy degrees. All like, right, now what, what is happening? Right now, when it when, literally when it rains, it pours, which is the funny thing because as someone who grew up in Southern California, Sherry doesn't have her, like with earthquakes. They, they just had an earthquake last week, and she was like, "Oh, what's everybody complaining?" It was like a three point two, and she just brushes that off. It's like, uh, it's it's not a big deal to her. She just looks at it as, "Oh, everybody's freaking out. It was a small earthquake, blah blah." But here, when it gets windy and rainy, oh, she gets so nervous. She is, she's, she's like a dog during fireworks. Like she just wants to run in high. Like she does not, when it gets windy and when it gets rainy, shit and gets when violent. Thunderstorms, it, it, does. it does. And that, that fucks her up because she didn't grow up with that. She didn't have like heavy thunderstorms, heavy rain, high winds. And especially for us because we're on the top floor where we live. So it's also, we're, we're higher up. So we're, you know, the, the wind, maybe it's not Picks more up. intense, but it certainly sounds more intense yeah. up here. So that's, Excuse me, that does freak her out when uh, yeah. it gets really windy, when it it thunderstorms that just go on and on. She's always a that does freak her out. But earthquakes, nah, those don't bother her. Yeah. In the Kids way stuff. that this doesn't bother me, but an earthquake is like, Shh. <laughs> you know. And then, and then you and then you go to the Midwest, and they're like, oh look, there's another nader. Oh, dude, that was I'm t- having driven through the Midwest a couple of times. It is really, really eerie when you're driving a stretch of interstate. Yeah. And, and there's nothing. nothing. And it's dark <laughs> and it's the middle of the night. And that happened to me. I think it was when I full on moved back to California in uh, February of 2013 when I was driving, which I actually just found. We were, I was going through some uh, archive stuff. I found uh, an old SD card from the video camera we used to shoot our only podcast sketches on. And, um, I, I found some other stuff while I was kind of consolidating folders on my computer. 
And I forgot that I documented my trips and my round trip in 2012 and then my my move out there in uh, February of 2013. I have a lot of video of chronicling me going across the country, talking to the camera, stopping at hotels, road signs, all sorts of shit that I completely forgot I documented that I guess I had the intention of using on our channel and just never used. So I was actually going through that. It was kind of funny. Maybe I will put that together. That'd be a nice piece of uh, just to be like, hey, this is something I did uh, what felt like a lifetime ago. but anyway, yeah, it, it started raining when I was driving through, I want to say Missouri, but I don't 100% remember. And when it's just open, and you can see the rain in sheets, like, as you're going to drive into it, it's literally, like, just a sheet that you're driving into. Wall. Yeah. That happened and, to me last week, headed down to uh, see my mom, which is like, holy shit, the whole parkway was flooded. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that happened to me when I drove back from uh, bringing stuff to my parents. That was the same thing. It was, there was just a section of the parkway that was just crazy rain. Yeah. And then it was, you know, and then when I got through it, it was still sunny. The further north I got, the closer to home I got. But uh, w- when I was going through, again, I think it was Missouri, I just pulled into a rest stop and waited for it to be over. It was fucking, it was bad. And it's weird when there's nothing around you. There's no trees. So that's why when you see as, as hokey as a movie like Twister is, when you see like this is big open spaces and something coming towards you, I'd be terrified. <laughs> got it. <laughs> because, <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're insane. Talk. They have voices. <laughs> okay ryan so how have you been handling the the pandemic and weight and you know comfort food all of that stuff has do you feel like that's affected you at all oh yes Mm -hmm. i'm a wreck yeah absolutely like through and through yeah we we were jen and i were doing really really well in the beginning of the year yeah we decided to like cut the shit and start eating better bringing our lunches to work making meals at home you know, we found a gym that has a daycare, so we would drop off Brie and we would go three times a week. Oh, awesome. I dropped like 15 pounds the first couple months of the year. And then once this hit and we were locked down, we both looked at each other and we're like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We bought like four, four for 10 Hot Pockets and like all frozen foods and cookies <laughs> and ice cream and chips and all kinds of shit. And we were like, I, I don't care about anything. Anymore. Bagels that you cook cor- incorrectly. Yeah. Bagels that yeah, apparently bagels. I cook incorrectly. <laughs> Um, too too yeah, much no, jelly I, I, and enough peanut butter. <laughs> I haven't. I decided to just not weigh myself at all during this because I don't even want to see the number on the scale. Um, but I'm sure I gained a lot of it back. Like I feel my body is screaming, screaming. Yeah, it's and like the thought. Uh, I don't know. Like there's this weird mental thing going on where I, like I feel like I don't want to drink water. Like the thought of it, it just repulses me. Like I don't really. Like I'll pour a glass. I look at it. I'm like I I, I can't fucking do this. So my muscles are literally screaming for water and I, I don't want to drink it. Like I'm, I'm so mentally fucked up by all this that I should probably be seeing a therapist, but, uh, it's bad. I, I'm telling you, I sip on water all day long, which is one of the things I thought was going to be kind of good. It would have a cumulative positive effect. Oh, because, that's what I've been drinking constantly. Just yeah, water all the time. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah, when I was at work, I would like, I have a, a big water bottle that I bring and I would sit at my desk and drink it all day long and it was fine. But like, since I've been home, I have no desire whatsoever. And my muscles are just like crumbling and screaming <laughs> yeah. at me. Like SpongeBob. I don't need it. I don't need yeah. it. <laughs> and I just, all I want to do is just stuff my face. You know, if I had a, if I had a nickel for every time I panic ate like an entire can of Pringles on this during this lockdown, I'd have a shitload of nickels. <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's not even just that. It's also because we're all spending so much couch time watching TV yeah. 
that it's also yeah. just snacking while you eat. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, man, mm-hmm. I really wish we had a bag of chips. And I'm thinking, I don't need a bag of chips right now. But because yeah. I'm sitting and watching TV, I feel like, you know what? I should probably and we do the same thing because right it, it keeps you awake, you know, when you're exhausted, like I should be stuff in my face. <laughs> yeah. So let's get a bag of chips or let's get ice cream or cookies or I mean, anything while we watch six episodes of something on Netflix. Right. Yeah. Was- so I think that kind of goes hand in hand with the with the weight gain and throwing it out. And look, I admire the people who can be disciplined about it. I really do. For me, it's I want to be able to say I'm getting up and I'm not going to eat bread or I'm not going to eat, you know. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stay away from sugar today. And I get that it, that there is kind of a, a one day at a time strategy that works when people want to get off of certain things. But I mean, I tried cutting down and I thought, well, let me have less of this or, but now I'm at the point where I thought I'm, I'm at the lesser of two evils stage where what I'm doing is like we, st- we were buying soda because that's the thing. Like we got it. We have a stop and shop nearby. And like every other week, Coke products will be five for five. So it's like five two liter bottles. Let's get three Dr. Peppers and, yep. and a root beer and a ginger ale because there's no caffeine. We're going to get I'm one, one good one. Yeah. Ginger ale. That's well, let's, let's justify the whole sale. With yeah, that, that's with what that I do. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, that was our thinking. We're like, well, we'll get one it's thing that's soda. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's made I mean, with real ginger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was that was kind of what we used to convince ourselves. And we said, OK, well, let's get that because it does have the least amount of sugar. Of the other sodas. It also doesn't have caffeine. So for a little while it was, okay, well, we'll get ginger ale because that's like the least egregious soda. That's not diet soda because that's worse for you than just drinking regular soda. So, uh, yeah, weirdly enough, I know. Well, listen, I don't see a lot of skinny people drinking diet soda. I mean, except in L.A. where just the the diet of choice for well, particularly actresses was just uh, sugar free Red Bull and cigarettes. But anyway, (laughs) no room for food in that diet. But yeah. no way. we've gotten to the point where we're not so much buying soda. We'll buy iced tea, which is not great, but it has less sugar. It has less calories. So we're going with the lesser of two evils for now, just so we don't get worse or we been, we get we minimize the damage, so to speak. That's kind yeah. of been our approach. Lately. I've been doing the crystal light packs. That's what I've been getting as far as iced tea goes. Really? But most, yeah. But we're trying to drink a lot of seltzer. Uh, Noel and I. So. We, we do, too. To try to yeah. pretend it's soda. The flavored seltzer is the best thing that's ever possibly happened to drinks. I love it so much. And yeah. I hated seltzer growing up, but I love those polarized. Uh, right. It smells oh, so it good. smells like black cherry. So you're drinking, I'm uh, gonna crystal convince light, huh? huh yeah. Brenda? Yeah. yeah. The 90s called. They want their drink back. Uh, <laughs> is that what you're drinking right now? Are you a middle-aged white woman? <laughs> yeah. No, Ryan, I'm not. Karen's Clear. over here drinking crystal light and complaining to the manager. <laughs> Uh, but look if anybody can be disciplined again i I do respect the people who are saying like look you should do this every day i mean i haven't been as good even with physical activity because of my my bad knee there are stretches that i was doing when i was in physical therapy last year i didn't even get into that nonsense on the show but um (laughs) even just doing those stretches was a huge help in as much as i just it helped my mobility of course then strengthened muscles in my legs even though i wasn't as sedentary as i've been for the last three months, it still was a huge help for me. So even doing those every day, I, I need to be better about. So I'm not going to I will completely cop to my lack of discipline when it comes to how I could be handling myself. But yeah. overall, I don't you know, again, I'm, I'm not trying to drive myself crazy because there's enough uncertainty with just a lot of what's going on right now that I don't feel like getting down on myself is 
is going to be productive. I'm just, I'm willing to be more disciplined. But yeah. it's funny. I mean, like you said, these are unprecedented times. So people yeah. should feel guilty about maybe eating a little bit more or not being as active just because what can you do? There's only so much you could do in your own home, especially in a space like that we all have. There's only so much that some person can do. So oh, right. the guilt part, just if anybody makes you feel guilty about it, fuck them. Cause I'd like to see them try <laughs> it with this. Well, that's it. Everybody's yeah, saying that they're yeah. doing this. And even like with, if you're not an athlete, like even just walking around your neighborhood, you know, which is all we've basically been able to do for most of this time. Like if you're yeah. stuffing your face with brownies and ice cream and chips, like a walk around the neighborhood is not going to do shit. Like yeah. you might as well do nothing. And then like, I got to the point where I was like, I don't even want to go for a walk. Even if the weather's nice, like uh, get done with work. I just want to sit on the couch. Don't want to do anything. Yeah. Well, I just want to it. sit and sulk until this bullshit is over. And that's it. <laughs> well, it's funny too, because I find it odd that we're in this place where everybody's supposed to be super motivated and super fit when it comes to, you know, despite the circumstances, there are workouts you could do at home. You should still avoid these foods, blah, blah, blah. And yet I was like a lot of people, uh, stunned by the insane backlash that Adele got when photos came out of her having lost weight and looking healthy, not looking emaciated, not looking heroin. I still, chic. Can't, I still can't believe that's her. Right. I, know, it doesn't I, even mean, look like- I, I really, it, do, it does not look like her and all the power Good for to her. her. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. All the power Good for to you. Her. That's, yeah. it, it's an amazing transformation. And I, it's just so drastic that I can't believe that's the same woman. But you don't think she looks yeah, I mean, unhealthy. Grant, what? Say that again. But you don't think she looks unhealthy, though. No, like, no that was, she looks great. That was a crazy backlash that I didn't understand. People are saying like, "Oh, I hope she's okay." No, she got her shit together. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, all right. So in a case like that, um, if Veronica was the first one to point this out, it's like it, um, she she obviously has enough money that she can have uh, health coaches and uh, people help her out. So in that respect, it was attainable for her from the get-go. Um, but she doesn't look unhealthy. I wonder if she had to have some kind of surgery to remove excess skin or anything like that. Because I only, I've, I have only seen the one photo she posted on Instagram. Um, and I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean that in an actual, because like people who were that heavy and lost a substantial amount of weight oh, yeah. show it. Yeah, of you course. Know? Depending how quickly yeah. you lose it, where your body yeah. can't, can't catch right. up. And she's she seems to be a pretty private person. And like when she's not making music, you don't see her a lot in the news. No, well, that's no. it. Like she doesn't all. make waves doing anything. So like, yeah, I don't even know the last time I saw her before this, this, this picture popped up, and this, I'm like, whoa. This could have been gradual over the last two years, and we just didn't right. see it because yeah. she's not publicizing her every move. She's not taking selfies 30 times a day and posting right. them on Instagram. She's just living her life without having to be public or, or, every step or of the way. advertising stuff that is obviously bad for you. What, like flat belly tea? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love seeing those, you know, in these models. It's like, listen, it's bikini season. And yeah, it's bikini like season. And then tea. you get the one person that absolutely destroys them. But no one wants to listen to that person. No, of course not. Because obviously that's how they got in shape. That's why I always love when you see these workout machines that are on like infomercials on TV when you're flipping channels and there's all these super ripped dudes and really yeah. toned women. Like they did not use this machine to get in that shape. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> not just this machine. Yeah. They if, may have used it, 
but not just that. Well, maybe to maintain. I mean, if you're willing yeah. to, to give that amount of credit, which I would. I'm not saying they're not effective, but like they didn't get ripped using an all-in-one machine of Listen, any type. The total gym was a workout, but it did not make you look like Chuck Norris. No, no, <laughs> no, definitely not. And if you're if you're that ripped, you don't need like a home curling machine. Like, yeah, you probably have a personal trainer, and this is what you do for your life. And there's there's nothing else. You know, yeah. there's, there's there's no dips in anything like you. You and don't you need mi- like a fucking app press at home. Yeah, and if and if you, <laughs> you miss a day, your metabolism is so high. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah if you hey, miss you a look day, good. Your metabolism you want to sell is this help- so high. Yeah. Hey, you look good. You want to help us sell this crappy machine? Sure. How much <laughs> is it? So that's how it goes. Probably, but six easy payments of thirty four nine five. But but that's the funny thing. Now on the other side of that, I, I find it odd. That there's also this, this sentiment, especially, you know, last year because Hustlers came out and everyone's like, Oh, JLo looks amazing in her fifties. Like, and then these articles pop up like, here's JLo's diet. Here's JLo's workout routine. You know how JLo was able to, is able to stay in that kind of shape in her fifties? Money. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. She has money. She has resources. She can have a dietitian. She's gorgeous for nutrition. 50 years old. She yes. is, but that, yes. that, that can be attained with the right resources and with shit. If I had it, has, I'd do the same thing. I, I'd hire a personal yes. trainer. I'd have a trainer. I'd have a chef. I'd have a nutritionist. Like that's it. She's not having yeah. to. Cause it takes the, it takes the work out of it. Cause it, it honestly does. on, on our level, right. that's the biggest mental block. Yes. Is, is meal prep. And that in my right. mind is the first thing that you have to, um, train yourself on. Not so much the change in, well, yes, the change in diet, obviously, but hand in hand with the change in diet, like take, for instance, everyone's, you know, on this keto thing. All right. And uh, one of my coworkers from actually back from Safe Light and even now currently went on this keto thing within the last three months before lockdown happened. And he lost 50 pounds, you know, within three and a half, maybe four months now which is healthy, I think. Um, he looks great, but he has to maintain this state of ketosis. And he does by prepping his meals every day, at least when I work with him. Uh, he's, got his, he's got his meal in front of him. He's got his different, you know, his meats, his, his good fats, things like that. He hates working with me because we always stop at Wawa and he has to get a chocolate donut and that's how he breaks his keto. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't, and then I he don't force that like a parade him, just yeah, I don't force that on him. It just happens that, like, you know, oh, we're stopping at Wawa. Oh, you son of a bitch. You know. <laughs> and yeah, he's got to get his like, gallon like, of iced tea. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you need, like, uh, as uh, people like us need willpower. Like, no, no celebrity is doing this through pure, sheer willpower. They have a team of people Absolutely. that they pay for. They have nutritionists and personal trainers and chefs, like Chris said. You know, they, they, don't, they, they don't need just willpower. That's part of it, yes, but when there's a paycheck on the line. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When you need to get ripped for a movie or like you need to look like JLo is supposed to look, you, you do what you have to do, but you have the support. Take take a look at what is that? Uh, um, muscle mags and things like that where like they'll, they'll advertise like the, the big one was when, um, um, Hugh, Hugh Jackman was playing, uh, Wolverine. Right. You know, get ripped like Hugh or even, uh, John Berthal was playing the Punisher. Mm-hmm. You know, they would talk about their workout regime and how they became these characters. And I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. They also had a drill sergeant on their ass every yeah. morning at four o'clock 
Yeah. Busting their hump. That's their job. I remember last year there were some people, of course, you know, anonymous assholes on the internet, surprise, surprise, but who would actually, there was an interview with, um, Chris Evans because Avengers Endgame was coming out. It was going to be his last time playing Captain America, Steve Rogers. And there was a thing where he got paid, uh, 15 million for Infinity War and Endgame. People are like, Oh, shit, I would have done it. 15 million dollars. I would have been Listen, that dude needs to live, especially for movies that shoot consecutively like that for a solid year. I don't remember exactly what the, what the time frame was, but yeah, that, it was about that a little yeah, over a year. That, that guy had to literally maintain that body. And that means everything he ate, he had to be hyper conscious of. And his workout had to be even, regular. Even his facial hair. Yeah, that's it. Like there, there was continuity. You have to maintain that to an insane yeah. degree. Yeah. Where, yeah, that's why he gets paid America's that much ass. money. Got to fill it out. He's got to fill out America's <laughs> ass. <laughs> but, but to maintain that degree, that is America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> but to maintain that that level of fitness, yeah, that's a job. That was his job. So of course he deserves to be paid that much, especially after doing it for eight. Well, at that point, nine years, probably. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But that, he gets paid that much money because it's his job. Like, you need to do this shit for a year. You need to be up and he might not make that money ever again because he's not doing things like that anymore. He's, he's oh, yeah. not doing big projects like that. So, well, listen, you think about retirement down it, the line. He's set. So if it was any of us, I mean, yeah, you'd have to pay us millions of dollars to get us up at four in the morning and have us eat, you know, steamed vegetables and steamed chicken. Give up beer and alcohol, which I know for the <laughs> the guys in the bottom row would be a real problem. So you know what? It's yeah, there there is a reason for that. It, and when it becomes your job to maintain that, yeah. I mean, that was even when they were uh, when some paparazzi was uh, stopped Chris Pratt or saw him at the airport or something and said like, you know, what what food do you miss most? He said beer, because he can't just drink as much beer as he what, wants what to. He's got a physique about, um... to maintain. You know, how, how do you keep yeah, you know, what, yeah, is there anything good about this diet? No, nothing's fun. Yeah. What did you give up for you know, yeah. to get ripped for Guardians? He was like, fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that was, I remember um, it was a couple years ago, maybe after he won the Oscar, that uh, Matthew McConaughey was doing an interview and talking about how he had, you know, he's had abs and he's been super ripped and he's had to, but he said, I, I was miserable. He said, I looked great, but I was miserable because I couldn't eat and drink what I wanted to like I couldn't live my life like you can have that body but it comes at a price like you were you were maintaining that like that's that's kind of your life and yeah, I, so I wouldn't want to do in it that, in in that, in that respect it's almost like like you said it is your life so um you have to forget what is what tastes pleasurable right if that makes sense um, like for instance, um, my, my one Jewish coworker never had bacon before, never had ham. You're you know, kidding. He, he kept it. Well, no, ha ha ha. No, but he like, he kept kosher and all this other stuff. So he does not know what that tastes like. Honestly, you know, he does, he, like, he never even tried fake stuff. He's, he does not know what bacon tastes like. And I thought to myself, like, it's kind of mind blowing for instance, cause we take that for granted. Because at least the four of us here, we we love bacon, right? You know? mm. But so it, we kind of take that for granted. Like, I you don't know what bacon tastes like. Like that used to be my breakfast for God knows how many years. Well, it's interesting because there definitely is. I mean, 
it's just a, a biological fact that you will start to, the, the better you eat, the more you'll start to crave. In the same way, like I crave sugar. Well, if I started, if I stopped eating sugar at a point, you know, there's a point where your, your body kind of goes through, let's say withdrawal and you're, you're not going to crave it anymore. But, you know, as, as you start eating healthier, that those are the foods your body craves in the same way we crave fat and starch and sugar. And, and, yeah. <laughs> right. So stuff, your, your body is adaptable that way. And, um, just because of basically necessity, uh, last year after I had an endoscopy in, uh, right in, uh, February, actually. And because of my ongoing esophagus issues, which I talked about a bit in the past, I, if you want to look up a scar cast, an episode from the only podcast that matters, I don't remember exactly. It was sometime maybe the end of the first year. It was a while ago. That was, that was early on. Yeah. yeah that was very, very early. And, um, I, I talked about like the issues with my ulcer and the esophagus, all this that's kind of started in 2008 that's still, um, being, uh, looked at. And there are new things when it comes to me finally seeing an allergist and stuff like that, that definitely play a role. But anyway, one of the things that were, um, possible culprits were allergens that won't necessarily show up on the surface. And I swear this is going somewhere, but, um, you can get an allergy test for, for food allergies <laughs> that are, on the cert, you know, that, that maybe your skin will react to, but maybe not internally. So he said, you know, it, are you having issues with, you know, eggs, wheat, soy, beef? And I'm like, oh, you know what? I've had beef products and steak and things like that get stuck in my esophagus multiple times. That may be the culprit. I will say this. I have not had any bovine of any kind. <laughs> I haven't had beef steak. Uh, nothing with the exception of, uh, unfortunately, a, a hot dog I had last summer that did get stuck, which was an all beef hot dog, which Ryan still hasn't forgiven me for, I don't think. Yeah, that was, that, that slight lapse in that judgment. That was a bad day. That was a really yeah. bad day. But other than that, and that was like, I got like two bites into it. I didn't exactly finish the hot dog. It didn't, <laughs> I didn't eat much of it, but I haven't had beef in a year and about four months now, and I, I don't miss it. I don't miss steak. I don't miss burgers. I don't miss eating tacos with beef. I just, it's not something I think, I mean, sometimes I'll look at, I'll, it'll be, I'll, I'll think, oh, that'd be nice. Like we ordered from Red Robin the other week and I thought, oh, that burger looks good, but they offer a turkey patty. Okay. That's good enough for me. Or like we've been eating turkey dogs instead of all beef hot dogs, which I ate in the past and they're fine. Like I really don't mind it. And I don't think, man, I'm really missing out because I can't eat beef. So to be honest, having not eaten it, I don't have a problem. I really, I don't miss it. I, I may think about it in the moment, but otherwise. But there's no. good stuff to substitute with. Like you said, turkey yeah. or chicken or whatever. Like <laughs> I, I make turkey burgers all the time here. So Noel and I have tried to do that too. We've lessened our amount of beef that we eat. So we're eating yeah. more turkey and more other, other stuff like that. So. Oh yeah. That, and look, more we know, fish, stuff we, like that. We know red meat's bad for you. I mean, you know, the, oh, totally. listen, the word's out. <laughs> it's not really a surprise to anybody. So it, for, from, um, you know, in health respect, when it comes to, uh, cardiologically, then yeah, obviously it is a smart decision. But for me, it's because, oh, I'm, I'm clearly having trouble having some kind of reaction that's causing my esophagus to basically swell up. So I said, okay, well, you know what? I, I don't like steak or burgers or any i don't like red meat enough for me to say you know what it's worth literally choking on when it happens no big deal so giving it up it really wasn't as hard as i thought so that kind of makes me think in terms of how much easier it would be to give up stuff that isn't good for me because again i don't think about i'll have moments i mean i was i was actually mentioning i think we maybe we talked about this in the 
in the test show. But when uh, Ryan came out to visit me in 2017, we went to a place in Pasadena called uh, Slater's, this burger place, Slater's 50-50. And their, their signature burger is half ground beef, half ground bacon. And it is a really and it was good burger. Awesome. It, it is. It's very, very awesome. And I was saying, Jack's salivating just thinking about it right mm. now. And two of Andrew's favorite things, you know, to meat and meat combined together to make a patty. Hey, but uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. And I'm like, oh, damn, I'm probably not going to be able to have that again. Damn. But I'm thinking, you know what? It's nice not having to worry about having something get stuck in my esophagus and having yeah. to choke on it for two hours. It's a small hours. instead for, of for having you fucking hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's see, yeah. you guys You're can kind of beef, kid. <laughs> you, you can understand like my thinking in that. I mean, yeah, you, like you guys you, you saw have me. a legitimate problem. I mean, like short of that, though, nobody can look me in the eye and keep a straight face and say that turkey is as good as beef when it comes to a burger or turkey bacon is as good as real bacon. No fucking way. Well, no, turkey bacon nothing is probably is, worse. <laughs> nothing's the real thing. OK, but no. you, like you have a legitimate problem, like where you're choking on it. Like, I get it. But like as far as someone like just trying to replace beef, you can't like actually I don't know how people convince themselves that turkey or chicken products are as good as the beef that they're trying to imitate because they're just not i've tried them i've had i mean they're burgers. not but they're I've good they're good bacon. though if you cook them the right way they're good yeah has, well they're, has anybody yeah, they're, they're passable like i'll eat them but like they're the people that will tell you that they're as good as beef they're fucking liars they're liars. they're not they're not comparable they're not comparable they're yeah. not the same thing whereas you know you not the same. grill a chicken and grill a steak it's two different flavors, even mm-hmm. if you put the same seasoning on it. So you can't compare the two. Um, but just like Chris was saying, like I found that like I haven't drank a beer in months because I found that more and more beers are starting to affect me. And I Again? don't know what. Uh, yes, yeah, his allergies yeah, come like, back, basically. Yeah, like um, – what Chris was what Chris was ex- uh, explaining what he went through with the throat closing and everything like that, and I'm just gonna assume that when he had this burger, you felt like you had to throw up. You were salivating a lot. Um, it felt like a burp that wouldn't come out. Um, it sat like right here the entire time. Mm, for me, um, it, it it literally it's in the the it's a, which I'm too young to supposedly have uh and especially was at 26 when I first had it but it's it's a stricture in the lower third of my esophagus so the lower third is what swells and that's where stuff gets caught so I really don't have a choice but to try to pass it through swallowing water and trying to get it to go down gradually which was kind but of it the hurts process. like hell it it does and it, it's left scarring on my esophagus because my esophagus yeah, because your ass your ass enough. the acid's coming back up and mm-hmm. trying to dissolve it your body's trying to solve the problem naturally right but in that event it's also hurting itself yeah but i and feel like my what's... i feel it my chest like for me cuz in yeah, the lower third yeah, it's like, like, like right here yes yeah, I I'm right there with you, man. Okay, but see, now, uh, um, so you, are you craving beer? Do you probably have similar moments where you think it'd be nice to have? Well, one, there's but plenty it's not like worth it. you know. I'm, I still follow all the breweries. You know, I I follow Ryan when he posts stuff up about all these different beers that he's had because you're part of that um that box program, whatever it is. Um, um, so like, yeah, I I get I look at it and go, wow, that must taste fucking great. You know that that IPA looks so juicy. That stout looks so amazing, dude, Ryan. I had a Trillium night and day stout. All right, but I split a bottle with one of my one of my coworkers. I couldn't even finish the glass. A Trillium. Wow. 
You know, I, I'm that like, that makes me sad. It do, it made me sad because I, I, how, how much have I talked about that place? Did you save you the know? rest for Ryan? I know. <laughs> it was, <laughs> would have been the gentlemanly thing to do, but yeah, okay. you should have saved it for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it, you know, in that case, like I've gone ah. with, um, I don't, I know Ryan has met Joel. I don't know if, uh, Jack and Chris, if I ever introduced Oh yeah, him. I met him. Yeah. Two oh, years. Yeah. The tall. Yes. Okay. He and I have gone to breweries. Wait, is his name is his name really Joel? Is no, it like Jack, is Joel. Jack's wife is really you know Noel, even though they call her Noel. <laughs> yes, is it like that? Spelled, <laughs> yes, it's spelled Joel. Joel, <laughs> my ass. <laughs> Jarrell Kalel. Yeah. Is he? From oh, that's Kal-El. great. I'm calling you him. Tell, tell him Joel. Joel from Krypton. That should be yeah. his name. Jarrell. <laughs> uh, he'd love that. Good. Um, Pass it on. But like. You're, you're welcome. Uh, but we, dude. Would, we, we would go to the different breweries. We get flights, and I would just literally just sip on this and go, "All right, I can drink this one." And I'll finish that glass, and I'll have mm. another one, and go, "Nope, can't do it." And I give it to him. Um, so at least there's that benefit of going to a brewery and having a flight where you only have you know four ounces of whatever it is. Right. I mean, I will say I've probably had. I mean, we on occasion. I've been, you know, extra conscious about pepperoni specifically because some of it's made with beef and pork. It's very rare you can find kind of like all beef and turkey pepperoni is pretty awful. So I haven't had it much, but there are times when I've had a slice of pepperoni pizza and it's okay. And I don't know. I mean, that's that's been my because it was recommended. That's been my like policy is just blanket, like no beef of any kind. Um, Steak is particularly one, I guess, because I mean, Andrew probably know more than me because he's he's more of an uh, he's more of a carnivore than I am, more of a, a. carnivore enthusiast maybe but maybe it's it's the the cut that's you know like steak specifically not necessarily beef that affects me but it could I, be, I don't know i don't yeah i mean like if you're talking about like a physical stricture it probably has more to do with the texture and the size of what you're eating the like college, a chunk of steak is going to be higher too yeah or like a chunk of ground beef like you're taking a big bite out of a burger as opposed to a little piece of pepperoni like a little piece of pepperoni is not getting stuck in your esophagus. Yeah. Well, for me, it's it's also tough to gauge. More than more than likely. Well, the the swelling, you know, the, when when it inflames, just like with any other allergy, when you you know your nose gets all fucked up and inflamed and you can't breathe out of it, it's kind of the same where you can't swallow. So the thing is, it, it's I, I chalk it up to that because that's what I've choked on more often. You know, the, the most often when I can the occasions I can think of it has been specifically steak or like, you know, a beef hot dog, which that has happened before. I didn't necessarily put the connection to it. But when it comes to other things, I've, I've had things like fruit or even salad like get stuck. But that's also because my esophagus was already partially swollen. So it doesn't mean that necessarily triggered it. So, that, again, that's an ongoing process. But I, I don't really miss, again, I don't really crave beef and I don't really miss it. But it just similarly, and I'm not going to make the argument like everybody should give up beef. I'm not saying that. But like for me... I've uh, I tried the Impossible Whopper and it really wasn't that different to me that I couldn't eat it. Like, have any of you guys tried the Impossible Whopper by chance? Yeah, and it was good. I liked it. I mean, is it is it too far away from a Whopper where you're like, I, I couldn't eat this, or was it close enough that you're like, this would do? It's very it, it's passable. If you didn't know it was an actual like plant based product, you it would pass for a Whopper. To be honest, yeah. I mean, in, in as much as texture. And yeah, text, flavor, your taste, everything. Yeah, it just it felt normal. So yeah, I, I wasn't thrown by it either, and I thought, well, that's a good alternative. And again, just when we've ordered burgers, I, I get a turkey burger, and I'm not saying it's as good as beef, but it's also rare that I'm getting a burger that's literally just ground beef 
on a bun and that's it. If you put enough cheese right. and condiments yeah. and whatnot yeah. on a burger, it doesn't fucking matter what the patty's made of, frankly. So it doesn't bother me. Especially yeah, with turkey, I, I realize you got to put some spices and stuff in there and you make gotta add some flavor. Too. You got to add some flavor to that. Oh, yeah. Turkey by itself is so bland and disgusting. But with, with anything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you season like when you make meatballs. You know, you, you oh, do yeah. the same thing. You yeah, season like them even up. Just, you just yeah, even ground beef. beef. Like, you got to put something in it. Yeah, whether it's, it's a meatball or a burger, you hey, season it anyway. Tacos, lest we forget, you don't want just put just regular unseasoned beef in a taco. I yeah. mean, you're going to want to season it, and you're loading tacos with a bunch of stuff. Unless you're Andrew and you only like cheese. But <laughs> Sazon adobo. Any any right thinking? Yeah, see, Andrew just said something. <laughs> I, I know adobo. Otherwise, I don't know. But um. Oh, you yeah, know you would season that. I know. Obviously, I'm joking. I was going to say, you know Sazon. Sazon adobo. <laughs> I don't know what Andrew's talking about. Yes, obviously you have to se- you have to season meat. It doesn't really matter what it is. So, like, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't I don't look at turkey as just like oh this is bland. Well, any meat unseasoned is bland. That's true. I yeah. mean this. I mean we've all had like peppercorn encrusted steaks or you know things like that or wasabi rub steak. You know it's something. There's a lot of that which you're not necessarily just going to eat a straight up meat just straight up cooked just because. Unless you're a weirdo. But I feel like that's more the exception than the rule. Um, one other bizarre thing in terms of the weight thing, and this is kind of my, my final uh, question as far as everybody's opinion on how it is there was a thing. On, on the, the opposite end of the Adele thing, where everybody's looking at her weight loss and saying like, oh, I hope she's okay, oh, she doesn't look healthy, and blah, blah, blah. There's this, and I feel like it's going too far. Just my opinion. I feel like it's going too far in one direction to where it's going to be where it's trying to overcompensate for maybe uh, being unfair in the past. And that is the fact that when uh, whatever show it was recently, I mean, at this point, it's a couple of months ago. Every day is basically the same now. So I'm going to say it was probably a couple of months ago um, when Jillian Michaels was on some morning show and uh, was talking about Lizzo. And people were pissed off that a fitness expert was saying Lizzo's body type is unhealthy and could lead to problems down the line, which was essentially what she was saying. And everybody needs to fire back with the everybody's beautiful and every healthy, you know, it's how do you know she's unhealthy just because she, you know, is overweight doesn't mean she's unhealthy. Okay, number one, it probably does in some capacity. It's not like being overweight has health benefits that we know of. But aside from that. It's a weird thing because, and I apologize if you're watching it. I'm constantly touching my nose because allergies, as Andrew would say, allergy season. So I, I am getting my nose is itching a little bit. So I apologize. But it looks like what's he doing? Like I'm super fidgety now that we're on camera and I'm hyper conscious. Yeah, like Andrew picks his beard. I scratch my nose because there's a little bit of allergy itch going on. But um, uh, first of all, uh, not all bodies are beautiful. Beauty subjective. <laughs> it's it's true. Listen, it's true. Beauty is subjective. It's true. Yeah. And Let's be honest. We live in a superficial mm-hmm. world. Even if you don't want to admit it, sorry, it is. It's superficial, yeah. world, particularly in America, very superficial culture. So let's mm-hmm. not deny that there there is an element of there there is some type of beauty. And I I get the idea. There is a good idea behind embracing all bodies are beautiful, and it doesn't matter what body type you have, and that's fine. And I get that there's there's a positive sentiment behind it. But the idea that it's like you can't talk about the fact that Lizzo's overweight or obese because it's somehow impolite, but you can question if Adele's healthy because she's skinny now 
is yeah. right. It's, it's a weird. It's, it's it a perfect make any example sense. of a double standard. It is. It's a weird hey, dichotomy. Listen, like, yeah, and I'm not going to criticize Lizzo for being as overweight as she is. Like, I, I have no purpose in doing that. But at the same time, like, show me a doctor who's not going to look at her and say, "Hey, if you want to live a long life and maybe see grandkids, like, you're going to have to do something." Yeah, of course. Like, nobody's like, you're doing there, the right no thing, way Lizzo. That, nobody's going to say that to her. Yeah, maybe she's not going to have a heart attack tomorrow, but you know, there's there's no way that all that extra weight is healthy and manageable for the long term. It's just not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can think that she's beautiful all you want, but it doesn't mean she's healthy. And right. people need to start admitting this kind of business to themselves. I, I, I find it interesting because um, you before Lizzo was famous for whatever reason she's famous for, um, there was a show. It's that song. On one of the whatever that song is. I think uh, we we all know it. Truth hurts. I, I don't know. Juice. Oh, apparently it does. It, it wasn't this it. Yeah. Nope, that's not it. Sorry, that no, was, that's not it. That was, that was, what did you just make me listen that? to? Oh. That was Jack's wedding song. I'm sorry. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Jack. I, I was looking. I was looking for Lizzo, and nope, something else came up. Yeah. I anyway, w- whatever song. Sorry, Andrew. You were saying. <laughs> um, there was a show on whatever you know housewife program my wife was watching at the time where they had an overweight woman talking about how she does all this dancing and she does this, that, and the other thing and how she's healthy, but she weighs close to 400 pounds. No, no, no. Um, that That's great that you have the flexibility and the endurance to be a dancer and you may do things in your life, but I bet you the weight is contributing more negatively than you'd like to try and admit. Yeah, I mean that that extra weight it impacts your your organs, your skeletal system, your muscles. Like, yeah, that's that is not healthy. And she's like, in it her doesn't t- matter that like you maybe you don't have diabetes right now, maybe you don't have cardiovascular issues, but that is not healthy. Like yeah. that kind of extra weight is dangerous and it for your develop. organs. It can like, definitely develop, and you can also it's hard yeah. to take off as you get older too. Oh exactly. yeah, don't we all know it? Well, she's in her twenties too, isn't she? She's young. Yeah. So there's nobody you look at and say, oh, oh, well, obviously that person's healthy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's again, I feel like it's it's something where they've gone way out of the way to be uh, polite or politically correct or whatever you want to call it. Just say, like, no, this is okay. She's beautiful. She's fine the way she is. The whole idea that you're fine the way you are. I get the point behind it in as much as. Well, that's in her music, too. She she puts that into her music and that she's big and beautiful and everything else. And that's great. Because it gives people maybe like that more confidence, but it's the truth is the truth is you're not exactly healthy. Like you're saying, well, you can love you know, yourself. You know, you know, you know what I find. You know what I find funny is that the the big and beautiful or BBW, whatever you want to classify it as, is very much stereotyped to the black women. Um, you have Lizzo. You have um, uh, what was that movie? Precious. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, um, all of the, you know, even Medea, you know, when the, when those movies come out, she's not exactly, you know, Tyler Perry is not exactly playing a thin black grandmother in those. Um, so you want to play that card, go right ahead. Cause why would, did you attack Adele or why did even, even Gabriel Iglesias, he made a whole joke about it, about how he went to the doctor. The doctor turned around and said, listen, you got 
you know, three years to live if you don't do anything. Right. Because he had all this, you know, cardiovascular and diabetes and everything else because he was 400 plus pounds. He lost weight and his fans started coming up to him going, you're not fluffy anymore. Right. No, but I'm freaking healthier. No. Well, even Kevin Smith, same thing. The guy had a heart attack. He's like, I'm going to lose weight. And people are like, fuck you. You're not the same anymore. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to die fat for the sake you're of right. my You're right. I image. should have died of a heart attack, really. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, for the sake of my image and because I, I look a certain way. But you know what? Unfortunately, and I do mean it is unfortunate when part of the reason for, like, Adele's popularity um, to a degree was probably because, and it seems like th- this is justified based on some of the, the internet outrage, no matter how phony or, or genuine it was, but the idea of, like, people identified with her or women liked her because she physically resembled them in some capacity. I mean, I don't think that's too far of a stretch. I feel like the fact that people were so upset that she's not Adele anymore, she's not the same to me, oh, I don't know if I like this, kind of proves it. But that that goes against your entire basis for fandom, because if this person inspires you so much, even if it started with the, the, the base attitude of, um, she looks like me or he looks like me. He, I, I identify with the physical aspect of this person. Um, wouldn't you as a, um, mentally engaged fan want to emulate this behavior and want to, um, oh, you know, he can do it. He was really overweight like I was. Why can't I do it too? Because people feel insulted. Everybody thinks it's about them no matter yeah. what. You know, you're losing weight, so you're saying I'm fat. No, not at all. And look, I'm not criticizing Lizzo. I'm not criticizing Adele. Like, I I, I don't have the fucking it's time the, it's to the, criticize it's the, it's people. It's the, men- right. it's the mentality. Yeah, absolutely. And none no, of us is. are perfect, and we, we're all overweight. We eat what we want. Like, none of us is in a position to criticize anyone for their weight. Even I, if am none of us abs- I am in pounds, the absolute matter. worst like, shape of my life right now. None of us have abs. Like, we're not skinny. <laughs> You know, right? And, and oh, that's, no, yeah, no, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, Andrew. I'm in the worst shape time, I've ever been in. There's a point where you you can't say that someone who is 200 pounds overweight is healthy because they're just not. They're not. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that, that that again is why I find the the resp- the two responses to those examples, which are really close together, they were like a week apart when that picture of Adele came out, and then when uh, Jillian Michaels was talking about Lizzo, where it's. Okay, so so then where are we? It's like if you're healthy and you're healthy for you, then people want to be concerned about you. But if you're overweight, it's like, hey, you can't say anything about that person. But you know what? A lot of it is, and, and you know what? I'm going to put this on Americans because they don't want to hear about it. But a lot of it does come down to, and we've talked about it here, but it is discipline, personal responsibility, being responsible for your health, your weight, your fitness, your overall wellness, you know, that that does come down to the individual. And we don't want to hear about that. And that's why there, there are very few people uh, in particularly anybody running for office. And you still hear cognitive dissonance and uh, uh, in, uh, confirmation bias. Oh, yeah. Well, people still, you still hear the criticism about how dare Michelle Obama try to make our kids eat vegetables. Oh man, yeah. What, what a yeah. self-righteous bitch. Oh boy, I can't believe she tried to do that. No, not really. Like it, it is a good idea. You're welcome to disagree with it and your kids can eat uh, fried food every every night of the week at home. But they can turn out worse than me. <laughs> well, you're saying that, buddy. We're not. <laughs> uh, I t- like I just said, I am in the worst shape of my life right now. I am the heaviest I have ever been. 
at 250 pounds. Um, I completely feel uncomfortable with my body. Like even sitting here talking to you guys, like I, I, I've got fucking tits. Like it's, show us. it's not good. Show us. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, and, and, and it, it's a vicious cycle that it, you know, it goes against your, uh, depression and everything else. Uh, so it, it, it's hard. I get it. Believe me, I am not motivated at all. Uh, you know, I am the, probably one of the least motivated people, you know, uh, but being in this position and then, you know, it just, it just keeps going and going and going and going. So like you said, Chris, it comes down to personal responsibility of getting help. And that may not be, um, uh, a weight loss help at first. That may be mental help at first. You may have to go see someone, uh, uh, a therapist or something to talk to them to find out, no, I had underlying issues to begin with, or this, you know, my problem stems from this. Right. Like, you know, I, I am, I'm a boredom eater. I know I am. I have been. And that's my downfall is especially during this quarantine time is that what else am I going to do? I can't go out. The government is telling me I can't go out. So what am I going to do? I'm going to sit my fat ass on the couch. I'm going to look at my phone. Watch her. Yeah, no, not even that. I don't even watch movies anymore. You know, I'm just scrolling through whatever social media feed I have on my phone or playing Pokemon go and I'm munching away on popcorn. Now, is that when it comes to you being a boredom eater, is that if you're okay with getting into it, is that something that was uncovered during therapy or did you have self-awareness about that? On your uh, the, the amount. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I've always known that I am, I'm a boredom eater. I could have told you that way back when we knew each other in high school. You know, if I had nothing to do for the day, I would, I, and, and there was food in the house. I'm, I'm, I'm in my room and I'm eating. I'm a neck beard. I'm in my room. I'm eating. I'm on the internet. I knew that, but the amount that I do and the the unhealthy amount of um, salt and sugar that I consume uh, was brought to light. So, do you, well, number one, obviously, you're not saying Kevin Smith is shaming you by losing weight and making you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> I think that's part of your message. But also, yes, um, yes. <laughs> is is this is this something that you you look at and you feel like where you are right now as in as much as you're saying like you're in the worst shape of your life is this something that you look at as because you're not able to get out as much or do you think this is just the accumulation of your lifestyle over the last x amount of time both yeah um uh because your job is sedentary that's part of it exactly just like just like jack said um yeah this is the most sedentary job i've ever had so yeah that that has been a factor and I've said that to my boss too. I'm like, no, put me on the back of a truck. I want to physically get out and, you know, flip garbage cans instead of sitting there driving around with an automatic truck. Right. Like I want to, I want to be able to get out and do something, but also because of this whole quarantine thing. And like we discussed before, how Veronica and I were on a uh, 14 day lockdown because of her catching it. Mm. Um, I have been drinking so much soda uh, and like Ryan and I can attest to, like we used to go through 24 packs back in high school. Like it was water. Well, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't do that anymore. I mean, I can physically do that. I can drink it. Like that's no problem, but getting rid of it, yeah, you, you can't, <laughs> you know, like, no, you can't. I'm still, I still, I think I have a soda from two months ago still in my stomach. Like, 
<laughs> Maybe. I mean, well, that's it. It, it sticks. <laughs> it doesn't just come. I mean, your metabolism slows down. I was through my 20s, even though I had times when I, I fluctuated a little bit. But I mean, I my metabolism was in a place where a lot of times I could burn off. And frankly, it still is there when I am disciplined. And when I am when I do cut out the stuff that I know isn't good for me, when I do cut down on sugar, when I don't eat as much you know, bread or ice cream or whatever, shock of shocks, I lose weight rather quickly. So it, it's. I know that it does come down to me, but it still is hard. Like it does take, it's hard. And, and that does sap your motivation too. I mean, when you realize, oh, oh it's going to yeah. take longer for this to come off. If I want to lose so many pounds, it's going to require more of a long term effort. It's it's hard, and especially now, like I said, you know, it's it's very easy to be focused on what's comfortable now because we're in this uncomfortable situation. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 very much a mental thing, and when you have such a mentally draining atmosphere uh, because of what's going on or a mentally exhausting job, you know, whether you're sitting at a desk all day or you're, um, you know, trying to concentrate on multiple things at one time and then you get home from work and the only thought on your mind is taking a shower and going to bed. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, take, and you have a shower, sit no on the couch to... and that's it. That's my day. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, there's nothing to look forward to. Like yesterday, yesterday, uh, I, you know, I, I'm the assistant supervisor now. So yesterday I was in charge because my supervisor is out on leave right now for other reasons. Um, so I got, I, I, something happened with one of the trucks that I had to go clean up that was something that was easily preventable. So of course, you know, my anger and my frustration is skyrocketing. And by the time I finish that and I get home at, you know, five thirty, six o'clock at night, it, it got to the point where I, I t- told Veronica on the phone, I'm like, I don't want to think right now. Like, yeah. you know, just, just, oh, just yeah. make me, make, mm-hmm. make me food and I'm going to go to bed. Like, I, I, I feel that way too. And as much as it's yeah. been in the last, you know, two weeks with the protests and everything, it's emotionally exhausting, especially when you see the people defending the awful yeah. behavior. It's like, oh my God, like it's exhausting realizing that these people exist in the world to a degree which we were frankly naive. I mean, oh, absolutely. To, to a degree. I mean, in as much as where we are, you know, we, New Jersey is a very mixed state. There, there are, yeah, you know, it's, we're, there, we're, we're a salad, definitely. Yeah, we are. It, it's, it, there's a lot of mixture. There's a whole mixture, the whole swath, wide swath of people here. Whereas in a lot of other states, that's not the case. And we, it's so for us, it's more, I think, seeing this and more so hearing and not not that we're unaware of the of the negative side and what people are pushing back against now. But the people who are defending horrible behavior, who are pushing back against the protest, blatantly, which is recorded, horrible behavior, and they found some kind of spin on it to make it about the victim. Oh, Totally. To make yeah, them I, the victim, I, to make themselves. They always do. Yeah. I, 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 I can't, can't stand it. I, I can't either. Can't. I mean, it, and in fact, well, that'll kind of wind it down. I don't, I don't want to go too yeah, deep no, down I, 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 no, I, I'm in, leaving it at that. Into it. No, of course. But I mean, just um, because one, one final note, we'll end on this. Uh, this is for Andrew and Jack. Uh, when it comes to taking down statues and monuments and renaming things, uh, related to Christopher Columbus as a third generation, uh, American of Italian heritage. Uh, I I have no problem with them pulling down or renaming anything Christopher Columbus. I don't feel like it's Dude, bad timing. That. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, Andrew, where do yeah. you land on it? How, how many how many how many blankets full of uh, 
smallpox or measles that he bring over? Enough. No, but no, it's, it's, it's funny because you like you sent me the other article about the Confederate stuff. Yeah, I, I had known about that before you sent that to me. Um, and for the listeners and viewers, if you're out there, there was a petition going around saying that they want to take that. I think it's specifically Robert E. Lee. Um, yes, and was. they want to replace it with um, Odorous Ungris from Guar because <laughs> he's from he's from Virginia, <laughs> right? And, and I, 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 go ahead. I'd be far more. I mean, he can't be. He's just as horrible. He did drugs all his life and everything. So, like, what the hell? Well, I mean, he didn't enslave you know people and claim to discover yeah. something. If that you was follow the storyline, he did. Yeah. This is the toilet earth. Odorous Ungris did. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I don't have a problem. I mean, all this, I feel like, um, I feel like time bears a lot of this stuff out and there, you can look at it from the perspective of, okay, this person isn't as great as maybe you thought they were. Maybe they were celebrated for the wrong reasons. And the idea that, I mean, same thing with the Confederacy. It's like they lost, like you are yeah. celebrating people who surrendered, who lost, who were fighting for the wrong thing. They were the ones who were anti-America at the time. They were not for the union. And I actually, yeah, these are the people who now think they're the heroes who are sticking up for America. <laughs> it's a weird... I, I just can't believe that in 2020, it's like, oh, NASCAR's like, no, we'll finally ban those uh, Confederate flags. So in response to that, Jack, they had already uh, limited Confederate flags. So that's it's not new that they're they're doing something yeah. like this. It, the only thing it knew, knew is that now it's completely banned. Yes. You know, as, as opposed just... to limited... In certain yeah, I just don't understand why people still have an affinity for the Confederacy. Like uh, yeah. even down in the South, like why do you have a connection to that? I get anymore. That and most of the people, yeah. and most of the people that it's try to defend it have it for the wrong reason. Society. There is no Confederacy anymore. It was gone 150 fucking years ago, and they were traitors. Again, they were traitors, and you know they yeah. they died or surrendered. So it's not like yeah. they were like listen, they fought. You know, it's not like. I, I don't even have something to compare it to because, like, yeah, they lost. I mean, that's the the funny thing. I don't know what the uh, – sorry, South. This is a, a stereotype, but I don't know why they have an affinity for losers, Nazis and Confederates. I mean, <laughs> it's like why are these the two groups – two groups that lost are the ones you're like, you know what? I'm going to back those guys. That's and what sadly, I'm into. The, the, the two of them have the same affinity to white power, white yeah. supremacy. Which, which you know, if you look at it, lost. Oh, you mute. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you, you, you muted yourself for a second. I, I did. There, I was trying to switch the camera. Um, the <laughs> two of them lost. Those are two groups yeah. that lost, uh, and they were for Big white time. supremacy. What does that tell you? But anyway, not to take it to too far a geopolitical edge lords. Yeah, let's. I don't know. We're, that's that. Take down the Columbus <laughs> stuff. It's fine. I mean, as a because yeah, we we want to we want to weigh in less. and just be like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, so, fuck yeah. it. It doesn't matter. There there are plenty of uh, honorable people through history. Just because, it's, yeah, like just, the guy that like, America is named after. Uh, oh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't actually discover America. I don't know why nobody actually knows this right now. Yeah, like, the land that we're on right now that this year, he didn't discover this. Ryan, there's he a didn't. big there's a big percentage of the country that thinks Jesus was born here, Caucasian, and spoke English. And that there's chocolate milk comes from brown cows. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't. Uh, that's not even Wait, a that's joke. Not true. You can't. That's <laughs> we found one. All right. That's it. I give up. <laughs> yeah. Pick election day, a day off instead of Columbus Day. How about that? Fucking A. If it's going to be on a Tuesday, make it a day off, which at this point, nobody will be back to work anyway, so it won't even matter. 
And yeah. on that note, should be a national holiday. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for coming back again, because we, we can continue going down this rabbit hole. But frankly, we'd like to do this again because uh, clearly we're having fun and uh, you guys yeah. are happy to see it. There was a very positive response to the four of us. I mean, at least uh, told to me about the four of us doing something together because it's always fun. We have fun and we enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. And if you want more fun, you can follow Jack at JackWagon85 on Twitter, JacksonFigure1985 on Instagram. You can follow Ryan on Instagram at Honey I Drunk the Beers and on Twitter at Tagsonian. And you can follow Andrew on basically Instagram and Snapchat at Metal underscore Drew. And you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Abalo and on Instagram at Chris Sells Out. And you can follow the show at Cape Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, of course, like, subscribe, share, all that other you know nonsense that everybody tells you when you watch a video on YouTube. Uh, do all that and uh, we'll be back at some point and of course the show will be back next monday so until then for jack hey, wait one second oh, one second damn it. i'm gonna cut you off you messed up i want to try something we What's all that? have a drink in our hands don't we my glass is empty because i'm getting fatter as i got speak. a little bit of water left so. all right that's fine that's, i'm that's so dedicated enough. to the there's cause a, there's, a spit, there's a spit left in your glass though mm-hmm. to fighting stealing and drinking if you fight, may you fight for a friend. If you steal, may you steal a lover's heart. If you drink, drink what you like and drink with me. Oh, sounds very Irish. <laughs> Where'd you steal that from, Andrew? Woo! <laughs> I'll tell you off off camera. Oh, boo! <laughs> <laughs> well, on that but anyway, note, leave you, you can guys continue your ending now. I was I was like three seconds away, but all right, here we go. <laughs> For Jack, Andrew, Ryan, and me, until next week, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. Uh, We'll pick this up again tomorrow.